Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Talking Heads and Tales, Season 2, Episode 2. We're here on a very bright and early record because we've decided to actually record at the times we're free rather than just wait till the time we're not. So we're going to try and be a bit more consistent with that this year. Boys, bright and early, how are we doing? Wednesday morning, maybe. I know, it's good to... Good to wake up and see your two um, beautiful faces first thing in the morning. I mean, look, we've got different definitions of good. And beautiful. Yeah. Well, each travel's interpretation of, of, of that. So, so yeah, feeling, feeling good. Um, Pat, how are we? Yeah, mate. Living the dream. Um Getting tired, I'm getting bored of these dark mornings. Drove to work yesterday in the dark, drove home in the dark. When will it, when will the sun come up? When does the sun actually change its not change its hours, but when does the clock change its hours? <laughs> Stop working from home. End of March. When's that sun gonna come into the bloody office? End of March Honestly. is shift patterns change. Yeah, we had three days a week. It's second to best. Yeah, shocking. But it is not so dark, isn't it? Well, it's that till about like half eight. Yeah, it's it's just I'm just sick of it. I cannot wait for summer. Nice ripping and tearing weather. Just hundred yeah, percent. Just motivated well to get up to... and go to the get gym. Yeah, this summer will probably be boiling. <laughs> Global warming and all that. Yeah, freezing winter, boiling summer. Do you know what? I don't mind it. I mean, we've yeah, suffered exactly. a lot in these last two months. It's freezing this morning, and it's been freezing for the last two months. So, if we get 40 degrees for three months straight, we deserved it. Yeah, I mean, at least it'll offset the heating bill. <laughs> I, wanted to put, I wanted to sit in the freezer. <laughs> but yeah, by using more electricity to cool down. That's when I might buy one of them. Well, I'd buy one of the ice tanks for the summer, but it might actually just get warm every time. Oh, so was that Mayo when you said, "Oh, I've bought an ice bath"? Yes. Yeah, knew it would. Knew it, didn't I? I knew it. This goes coming from a conversation, Jed, that I had with Brad. We said, "I'm getting one of them ice baths," and I said. I bet you don't use it more than 20 times. And if you do, I'll pay for it. <laughs> if I buy one this week and use it more than 20 times, you'll pay for it. No, no, it offers that. As, I want <laughs> as, in, that. as in just a normal ice bath you do post-exercise? Like, like yeah, them, in your back garden. Them barrels you've seen them on Like Instagram. a plunge pool. Like a plunge pool, yeah. Yeah, but it's about the size. It's smaller than a wheelie bin. You'd yeah. be the, you, a, you'd not fit in it. B, you'd be the first person in Lee ever to have a plunge pool in the back garden. Same thing now, isn't it? I know, to be fair, everyone in Lee now goes to the flat and jumped in there. Um, Brad, you know what's really funny as well? Those, those, those like little tubs are so small that it'd be a matter of like only filling it up to like a third or a quarter. Because <laughs> once you've got in and folded yourself in, the water would have just risen up around you. I'd love to discuss big boy problems, and one of them would be sitting in like a small ice bath. Another is just trying to find a normal bath that fits. Yeah, hotel baths are the worst. Awful. 
I you mean, look at it sometimes and you're like, there's just no point putting a bath in there. Yeah. Even my bath at mine, I always just try and think, kind of put it at an angle just to make get a bigger bath, but it would cut off half the half the bathroom, so wouldn't really work or be feasible. You've got a decent sized bath, Pat. Yeah, yeah. I've got a decent sized bath to be fair. Um I do have to make a decision between um do I put my chest in and my knees out or my knees out and my chest in? Knees or feet? No knees. Bend at the knee. Because yeah, but Which way yeah. do your knees bend, Brad? Why would you <laughs> bend your knees? You lying down, you. aren't you? Hold on a minute. I get you, Pat, don't worry. <laughs> I completely understand. No, I'm I'm more like So I lie in the bath like can't do it with my hand. I lie in the bath with my knees like that. Not my legs don't go like that, and I don't perch them on the end. All oh, right, I'm a perch on the end. Oh yeah, yeah. Stress on them knees, Brad. <laughs> you know, I have a way with you. <laughs> your knees doing anything is stress on knees. You know how you're lying on the sofa there. Yeah, that's how I lie in the bath. <laughs> right. Well, I knew I was going to do two ways of lying in the bath if you didn't fit, but yeah, but everyone was only their feet on the side, sort of people. So, um, I suppose my, my next question is uh, how is everyone's statistical models going for Sunday's NRL draft? Oh, look. Last year I did not a, not a lot of prep, but like I wrote down who I want, what I want, and um, how what order I'd I'd like to build my team in. And then it got set up wrong, and then all my prep just went out the window. Uh, I'm trying to I'm I'm trying to um, fight that this year by setting it up myself, and I can confirm that the team setup has been correct. Um, but yeah, I don't. I think minimal prep will go in, and I'll go off vibe because that's what I did last year, and ended up being the champion, baby. Nice. Yeah, Jed. I know you won it last year, but it's such an anomaly given that we had seven players playing a thirteen-man game. Right, <laughs> <laughs> I still won. I still had the best seven players consistently. It's like doing fancy Premier League for a five-a-side. Um. But yeah, I think it's very much just fuck it, foot it. You try and write down some like dangles that you want that people might not think of. But first four or five rounds, it's just trying to literally pick whoever's top of that list. Yeah. Um, and I hope you do the. I know you like winning, Jed. So I hope you do the draft fairly with regards to the order. This might come as a shock, but. I don't want to pick first. No, the best one's probably... Say it's I want to pick, like, year, last. Five, six, or seven's the best. Yeah, I, I want to be in that bottom that bottom couple. Because when you go on the turn, like, you you can get two really good players, and if you pick first, you can't. Like, the first five picks, really, aren't going to have that much of an effect on your team because they're all going to be really good. As in first five players, yeah. Uh, overall, 
so it's like last year, like I managed to pick up Papi and Nico Hines' first two picks, and it was just a bit, a bit silly. Well, Hines like Papi wasn't even a pick, pick for you, was it? No, but like it would have been like yeah, in theory, it is though, is it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, did I also pick up Dylan Edwards later on, which turned out to be one of the greatest foresights in Supercoach draft history? Yeah, it did. I mean, I was doing a draft in the 13, so I absolutely nailed it. I had Tyler Main Tago. So, on one side of my centre wingers, which have been clocked, but that's how wrong. And my head went straight away. Yeah. Just downloading the app. I'm going to try a mock draft because you're all a lot of snakes, man. You refuse to tell me how it works. Pat, you, your head will fall off at how shit the app is. Yeah, you want to. You'll want to recode it in seconds of being on it. <laughs> but wow, yeah, wow. looking forward to it. We just need to confirm the draft date. I might make a separate group chat for it, just so we've got everyone in one place. Because there's a few people. From different group chats in it. Okay, sounds good. Sounds good. And that's what happens for NFL, and it works quite well. It does, yeah. Get, get a bit of, get into them over over the weekend, but stick. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the NRL NRL season starting. I'm not sure if you've seen that the Indigenous and Maori All Star teams have been released this morning. Yeah, no, I haven't seen that. I always love it when if squad squads get picked. Also give you the one to seventeen. Just yeah, wets my tongue a little bit more. Why have they done that? No, no. Brad, what did you just say? Wets my tongue or wets my appetite, whatever you want to, want to say. No, 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 no. They're not options. One of them's wrong. One of them's well, the same. <laughs> that's true. It, it is very early in the morning, so I did notice that uh, Brandon Smith's not been picked for the Maoris. Yeah. Um, one thing I, I would comment is that the Maoris seem to be lacking in playmakers, apart from Joey Manu, and the Indigenous seem to be lacking in forwards. Yeah. Uh, like, the I... Maoris seem like they're just going to bash it up and be physical, and the Indigenous have just got a lot of hot throbbers. Yeah, I think the only props in the Indian squad are Ryan James, Josh Kerr and Shikai Mitchell. Yeah. But, I mean, that team, how it's got Nico Hines, Luttrell, Cody Walker and Jack Whiten in it. That does turn me on a little bit, not going to lie. Who's the nine in that team? I don't know. Will Smith. Uh my squad making sense is tingling. Don't know how I'd make that squad. Trying so, to get me to create a league. Nah, I don't want to do that. No, you, I think you have to click on the link that of the email that I sent you once you've logged in and got the app. Did you send me the email? Yeah. Lovely. Um, <clears throat> Brad. But, is Everton going down? Uh, did you see what happened yesterday? It was absolutely mental. Well, pretty much this week. So, Frank got sacked. 
the BBC and Sky Sports announced it five hours before Everton did, which is ridiculous. Uh, Mashiri did an interview before West Ham game saying he's happy to stay with the club and he wants to support us and stuff. And then yesterday, put us up for sale for 500 million. We were signing a player from Villarreal on loan. Everything we'd signed, media was all done. The players hadn't sent some papers to the FA. Next minute, Tottenham are now signing this lad. Just hijacked the deal completely. We're in absolute turmoil. I'm going to say it, Brad. From the outside looking in, it's very funny. <laughs> well, I think Everton fans are now looking at going, this is actually really funny. However, we are going to, we're, we're such, like, we're in such bad, bad, bad deficit with, like, finance and stuff. It is actually worrying if we do go down because parachute payment and all that sort of stuff, it would actually kill us. What, like Sunderland style? He'd be playing in the League One for five years. Yeah. We could go Sunderland style. We could even go Leeds style, which would be even more hectic. What, just get Marcel or Bielsa? Well, no, Leeds weren't like down to like League 2, didn't they? Did they? Oh, yeah, yeah. we're in League 1 for an absolute time in a bit. So, yeah, Leeds, yeah. Leeds or Sunderland will just copy them. But I don't think anyone's ever gone down whilst building a state-of-the-art stadium, which is interesting. Yeah, that imagine it. playing in League One with that stadium, man. <laughs> the thing is, like, we'll always fill the, fill the ground, so that's one benefit. I think they'll do a Newcastle of however many years ago. Well, they'll get bought out. No, Bye. they'll just go down and bounce back up. Newcastle were yo-yoing them for a bit. Ah, they went. I think they went down a couple of times and came back up. Like they'll go down, come back, have a good season. Have they weren't a, Norwich, but all right season, and then have a really bad season, go down again, and then they'd smoke the championship and come back up. They do what Fulham and um, Fulham are doing now. Um, but yeah, Fulham are playing football at the minute, aren't they? I think with Everton, like I don't know, could. Um, I think it could go badly wrong. I think it could go really badly wrong, though, to be honest, Brad. Oh, mate, you're telling me it's already gone really badly wrong. Just yeah, I was going to say, I don't like the use of the word could in that <laughs> sentence. <laughs> it's you... definitely already gone really badly wrong. Well, that's all right. Let me know when you're coming up to the Stadium of Light to watch, uh, to watch them play away. <laughs> to watch specifically Ahmad Diallo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jack Clark as well. Um... I forgot he was there. He was like at QPR, then went to, is it Leeds and then Tottenham, wasn't he? Yeah, he'd done it in reverse order. I think he was in the, he was in the academy at Leeds. And when he was 18, they bought him, I think Tottenham bought him for something like 8 million quid. Like a silly amount of money. Didn't kick a ball at Tottenham. <laughs> went to QPR and then went to Sunderland. Right. Is it any good? Yeah, he's all right. He just didn't get in the game. When I went to watch, so you could tell he's a footballer, but he was quiet. He was quiet that game. A Sunderland League what? No, Sunderland Championship. Championship. They're like eighth or seventh in the championship. Would you like to see him go up? Yeah, I think it'd be class. Derby Day. You don't get a ticket. We don't get a ticket anyway. <laughs> <laughs> 
full-time Gateshead and Spennymore fan now. Fair play, fair play to you. What do you actually think of um, bounce back of the Toon fans now that Mike Ash is gone? Uh, yeah, it's good, obviously, but like, I don't know. I think it's getting silly in terms of like being able to get. I think it's it is it's been too easy to get tickets, so now everyone just gets tickets. Like, I think it's mental. Like, yeah, I don't. I, I mean, look, I don't try and get many football tickets. I'm sure it's not going to surprise you both to hear that. But from what I hear from other people, is it's equally as hard to get tickets for like United. Liverpool, like the Chelsea, probably. So, I think so. But I think apparently, if you walk around Old Trafford before the game, you can pick a ticket up from a tout quite easily. None of that going on at St James's at the moment. Like, which is yeah, surely that's good. Is a good yeah, which is a good thing. But equally, like I think the problem the problem in Newcastle at the moment is you can pay twenty five quid to get a ticket when when season ticket holders get opportunities to get tickets. So I think if that if that let's just say if that price went up, I think you'd 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 get a lot of people who are just jumping on the bandwagon. Like it'll make people who are jumping on the bandwagon question it. Like if you lived in Newcastle and you were like, it's twenty five quid to get early early release tickets, might as well. Like, you know what I mean? Good for Yeah, but it's hard because you don't also, want to price out most of yeah. Newcastle because it's not the most affluent area in the country. True, because the living crisis and all that. Imagine if the rich owners said, "Oh, by the way, we're putting up ticket prices." Like, I think they were. I think. I think ultimately yeah. they will. But yeah, I think there has to be. There's a sweet spot, isn't there? Yeah, mate. I know oh, well. you've got more money than Scrooge McDuck, but uh, don't matter. <laughs> Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> it doesn't mean that people in. Um, North Shields and stuff like that who actually live. I know, I, I know what you're saying about people jumping on the bandwagon, but there will be people around like oh, yeah. North Shields and stuff like that who's going out to watch the tune player. The, not the only thing they've got in life, but like one of the main sources of happiness. Yeah, agreed. I agree, Jed. I didn't. To be honest, mate, I didn't think you'd be the kind of person that'd come out against four people like this <laughs> no. who support the same football team as them. I genuinely think it's quite a weird line for you to take. <laughs> I do think saying we need to price out the little rats is quite an interesting. No, take. no, no. no yeah. What I'm saying is, if if you put a membership up to like, because I think you get loads of like just randoms who don't even like football buying tickets. No, no one wastes money if you don't like tickets. That's just a ridiculous take. Mate, when you go and see the when you go and watch games, there's people in the crowd who just have come for a laugh. Like, but they'll still be getting involved. Yeah, they'll yeah. still be cheering on the Paraguay Yeah, I think the locals miss out just as much as. To be honest, right? Come on, right? I'm not taking this line. Cost of living crisis. <clears throat> people can't go to football. They can't go to fo- afford to go to football now. Never mind. Mate, you, mate, membership went up to look. You quid. don't need to backpedal. The only thing <laughs> you're doing there is trying to make yourself feel better. Nah, I just got a non-league now. I just go and watch conference football. Justified it by saying they can't afford it anyway, so it's run the price up. So, <laughs> <laughs> so they definitely can't afford it. I'm just, um, I'm just so bitter. 
Make it so much sick it is now a Christmas present, not just no. a weekend luxury. <laughs> I'm, um, oh, I feel guilty now. Um, no, I actually do. Mummy, can I have a Newcastle v Liverpool ticket? No, no, son, it's 100 quid and we can't afford it. Well, interesting you say that though. I was chatting to someone who used to work in the United box office and he was telling me that you'd ring people on the off chance who were like, Oh, can I get a ticket to upcoming, you know, any upcoming game? And he was saying that the price of a membership plus the ticket itself, it would be cheaper for people to buy hospitality. Really? Well, you know, and I think, and I think that's that's where Newcastle will end up going. And I do genuinely agree that that's not a good thing. Like, yeah, but hospitality, up, hospitality, old traffic. You go in and get a paintbrush and a plastering, plastering square. That is a shithole. But hospitality Newcastle starts at one hundred and sixty quid a ticket. That's it. I think that is literally just a ticket, though. I think you just turn up, like you don't. It's not hospitality as you'd think. It's just you pitch up and you get a ticket and a seat. Pat, you've gone down a really good, really good agenda here. Of saying poor people should be able to afford football matches, and then admitting that you've been looking at hospitality tickets just to see how further away you can get from these so-called people oh, who can't yeah, afford I just yeah. want a ticket. twenty-five oh, pound tickets. Look, and then this is a pound ticket. They're like fifty quid. This is happening in Jarrow right now. Oh, mum. <laughs> Mummy, please can we have tickets to the football game at the weekend? No, oh, I'm, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, little Timmy, you can't do because the middle-class elite of Newcastle <laughs> fans are pricing us out. They're pushing the prices up. There's no... Right. no. I'm not putting pushing the prices up. I'm not getting a bloody ticket. Also, I'm you're sorry. saying that... I'm just better because I've not got tickets. You're saying prices should be like double, triple to price them out sort of thing, but my cash actually made you know, Newcastle be quite a well-run club. I know you didn't spend what you wanted him to spend, but like the, there is money there, do you know what I mean? So the business of Newcastle United is a good business, so it doesn't really need to affect the prices that much, does it? No, I think prices will go up, though, because demand for tickets is too high. Like, I think they will be like, right, if you want a membership, it's going to be 50 quid. It's going to be 100 quid. And that's not going to get you anything other than being able to get tickets early. But why, why don't saying, they I'm just not, do I'm not a, a good fairer thing, allocation much. rather than pricing it up? What, like means-tested tickets? No, like you, everyone paid for a membership, <laughs> but the people who haven't had tickets... Prioritise, yeah, get an opportunity because surely, as Newcastle, it's not, yeah, you want to repay people that do go and watch and, and put money into the club. But if you've bought a membership, you're putting money into the club, and if you're going to buy a ticket, you're going to buy a ticket. So, give people the opportunity to go and watch, or you, um, or tier the ticket saying, like, you yeah. can pay 50 quid, you can get guaranteed this amount of games. Or you can or get you priority of... for the cup rather than yeah. as well as the Premier League. Or you just get rid of the membership and it's a lottery. All tickets other than season tickets are general sale and, you know, it's just like getting tickets to a gig. Yeah, no, I think that'll be carnage. That will be carnage. There's a bit, bit, I think there's practices doing all sort of football, ticketing sort of um, 
situations for clubs. There is there's definitely could be a better way of, of doing it. Even, yeah, if I mean, even if at the start of the year you didn't got a membership and you got a raffle t- ticket number and you, you ran a raffle every, every week on who gets the spare tickets. And then the email you say, Patrick, you've got a ticket this weekend for Newcastle League Chelsea. Do you want to purchase it? Yes or no? No, yeah. the, next, the next raffle number gets. Yeah. It, he's actually mind-blowing <coughs> that Newcastle are, what, third in the Prem? Yeah. Uh, like, favourites to get to the final of the Carabao Cup. And Pat's come here this morning and taken the line that tickets are too expensive. It's bad that they're selling out and he's not happy about it. Uh, that's that, that that I think strongly correlates to the fact that Newcastle are playing semi-cup final football next week and I'm still missing out on tickets and I'm just getting sick of it. How are you, you, you got to so many tickets games at the start of the year, why are you missing out now? Because it's just basically, you jump in a queue and like, so the tickets go live at 10am on specific dates. So jump on, it basically puts you in like a waiting room and then at 10 o'clock, it randomly assigns you a place in the queue. Okay. So before Christmas, the place I'd get in a queue would be like a thousandth, you know, uh, like for the Chelsea game, I was 70th in the queue. Like, so you jump on, you get there, there's loads of seats, you book them, you think. And for some reason, since Christmas, every time I've been randomly assigned in the queue, I've been north of 20,000, north of 24,000. Right, right. That might, might clear all your cookies on your laptop. Me? Yeah. Why? Well, just make sure there's no recollection of you being logged in onto that site before. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I don't know if it's got, I don't know if it's that smart, to be honest, Brad. Going so I think it's a VPN from unlucky. like China or something. I'm not sure it's that Because that's the people be... who are getting the tickets, obviously, if it's these randomers that are just going for the crack. Yeah, VPNs. Are, no, if you get randomly assigned a number, it's different, isn't it? Like last, like the last time I went to any castle game, right? And I know this sounds harsh, right? Last time I went to any castle game was Chelsea versus Newcastle, right? I sat down and there was a family of six Norwegians sat next to me. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, you're right, you're big Newcastle fans." I was like, "You big Newcastle fans?" And they were like, "No, we're actually Chelsea fans." And I was just like, "Right, great." Brilliant. You're joking. So, like, that's the sort of thing that winds me up. So, like, a company's bought a load of memberships, goes on, and then sells them to people who just want to watch football. Pat, before last year, how many times did you go and watch Newcastle? Uh, quite a lot, mate, to be fair. I'd get to at least five or six games a year. And that was when they were doing shit. Yeah. I think you are a bit of a glory hunter. I think, that's, I, mean, you, I think that's what Jed's getting at. You've not, you've not been listening to football since I've known you. No. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, no, I have very, I have got into football in a big way in the last 12 months, but it's not necessarily... Coincidentally, yeah, yeah. It's not necessarily Newcastle. Oh. I've just got into football with... Oh, no, I got out and watched Benny quite a, quite a lot and watched conference football and stuff. I prefer that. Stop trying to think you're a martyr because you watch non-league football when you still no. want to price out the working class people of Newcastle and the North East. Right, I'm going to work. 
No, I, I'm not. I'm not going to berate you for being a glorious because everyone wants glory. To be fair, but there is a massive polar opposite of what what's happened with Newcastle fans pre and post my cashier or during and post my cashier. Uh, yeah, you meet a lot of people. Like you used to meet a lot of people when Ashley was owner, who was who'd be like, "Oh, I had a season ticket, and then I stopped going because." Um, of Ashley and that, so like the, there must be thousands of men in there. Have a good day. There must be thousands of men in mostly men. That sounds bad. There must be thousands. I don't just say people. Why do you have to gender them? Yeah, yeah. All right, Jed. Fucking hell, you got. Um, this uh, happens when you're late to the pod. Uh, my head's fried. Um, no. So. Uh, there must be thousands of people that used to be Newcastle fans like back in the nineties got sick of Ashley and now that obviously the takeover and everything, they must be buzzing with it and like you know, keen to get back to games and stuff. So there's lots yeah. of things going on. Yeah. Do you think they're they're just glory this... hunting, isn't Do you think this this much of a reaction is down to A because you're playing well or B because you're now the richest club in the world that ever wants to sort of get on it before you really do sort of do the cities or the PSG sort of thing. Yeah, I think now's more exciting than it will be if we ever get to a position where we're like City. Like, um, like I suppose in a similar way though, like it, it must be class to be an Arsenal fan right now. Yeah, mate, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> the boys oh. are doing well but like it must be exciting because they alright yeah they've been a big club and they've done well consistently but like they've never they've never been top of the league like living the dreams basically since like the like since the um, since the Terry on days yeah, yeah it think... so uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens in the second half of the Premier League season yeah, I think um <laughs> not that I'm actually that interested in football no, in general, Liverpool but... Liverpool aren't playing well. Yeah, well yeah, I mean I'm just not interested in football. I must admit, right, Wednesday morning, early start, yeah. I can't believe the amount of shit I've taken from you, Jed, <laughs> on Glory Hunting. <laughs> Brax, Bra- I get it, but Jed <laughs> Liverpool fan. St. Ellen's fan, Panthers fan. I've been a Liverpool and St. Ellen's fan all my life. <laughs> I've been a Newcastle fan all my life. You know, a Salford fan too, Pat, so rough with the smooth, I guess. Yeah. You got probably the richest, richest, fo- richest football team in the world, one of the poorest tier one, well, probably the poorest tier one. Rugby league team in the world. Wakey must be up there, mate. Yeah, Trinity imagine if like a dump, man. yeah, imagine if Wakefield Trinity get taken over by Wakey Wines, <laughs> <laughs> sponsored by Prime. Yeah, and then then they will be overcharging for tickets. Pat will start supporting them. <laughs> yeah, Pat will be happy with that. <laughs> yeah, Pat will want Wakey Wines to be a, a senior um, senior yeah, advisor at Newcastle. Today. <laughs> what do you do to get so? <laughs> what do you do to get so uh, so popular? Rob that price up, baby. 
Oh, yeah. Um, there is actually a football-related story that I have uh, that I've brought to this morning's pod, uh, which I saw in the news the other day. Uh, in Portugal this week, the first ever white card got given out. Oh, mate, football's dead, isn't it? Are you familiar with what the white card's for? Fair play. You've got to dance on the spot. Yeah, fair play. Enjoyed it's, that, uh, Brad. <laughs> But I mean, it is quite quite uh, relevant to what I'm going to say. Is what other things should you see, uh, or would you like to see for certain acts in football, or not football in sport? So one no, thing that I no, thought of is in cricket, if you hit the perfect cover drive and it goes for four, all the fielding team have to do a really poorly. Yeah, or you get eight runs. Yeah. Um, I think I've got no idea for the white card. It should be shown to uh, a player that is theatrically lying on the floor after not really being touched, and every player on the opposite team gets to flick his ear. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I enjoyed that. But yeah, white card. But what you're saying? I mean, I just think. There's certain countries where football, where shithousery is um, is very prominent. And I'd probably say Portugal might be one of those. Every South American country is also yeah. included. Um, so why don't they just why don't they just go with it and reward shithousery instead? What is a white card? What does it do? I don't, yeah, I don't even know. I think there's like a you know like a fair play index. So you read a story about a white card no... being shown in Portugal, and then I'm going, "What are the white cards for?" Goes, "Ah, wonder what other options we could have." What's the sports what's the incentive there, though? Like to play fair? No, that sounds bad. But like, there's no incentive for them to play fairly. If you get five yellow cards, you get a ban. If you get a red card, do you get a ban? Do you get one match ban? Portugal no. introduced the white card as part of a series of new initiatives in the country to try and improve ethical value in the sport. Oh, we fucked at Newcastle then. Um, In all seriousness, I think one thing that needs to change about football is the way that players speak to referees and officials is mental. Right. There's a few ways in which you can counteract a lot of problems football has. A, every time the whistle gets blown, the timer stops. Yeah. Yeah. Cuts out time wasting completely. Yep. VAR, get it gone. Or it does like marge off sides and something just load of bollocks. I don't mind I don't mind I don't mind VAR. I just think I think mate, they get a bit mate, lost in the rules like that that mate, Armstrong's, goal, Armstrong's goal last night. It wasn't not a goal, was it? Yeah, but it, it didn't handball into the net, did it? Mate, the ball came down. He swung his leg at it. He missed it. It then hit Dan Burns' knee, and it then hit his hand, and then it went exactly. in a goal. So it's not intentional handball, is it? But it's not a goal. Why? What do you mean, why? He's not no. scored anything. He's handballed it into Dan Burns' knee. No, Dan Burns handball did it into his arm, did it? No. Uh, yeah, but it came down. It bounced. It hit his hand. 
he hit into Dan Burns' leg and he went in the ground and he in the goal. I don't think that's handball. But equally like that United goal though, I didn't I, I didn't think he had to touch the ball to be offside. No, that's definitely offside. Yeah. hundred percent like, offside. So like I enjoy VAR to an extent, but I just think the rules around it need tightening up. Yeah. I also don't I also don't get in VAR when like something happens and players just go, Oh, can you check that? And the ref goes yeah, all right, I'll check that. And then they check it, and it's, like, really, really dubious. And then sometimes they're like, oh, can you check that really clear handball? And he's like, no, I'm not checking it. I, I don't understand what's the the thought process behind that. Yeah, maybe having a captain's challenge would be a good challenge. Yeah. Um, Jerry, it looks like you've been um, reading... Yeah, I, I, I can't. I, I can't find what what it says. Uh, a white card is required for workers who want to carry out construction work. I don't <laughs> think that's right. Um, white. That's in New South Wales. Uh, yeah, it doesn't say what the white like what the benefit of the white card is apart from apart from it's been for good values. Uh, other reason. Yeah, other ways to improve football. If somebody goes down. Um, and the play has to be stopped, you have to make them go off the field for five minutes or two minutes. Yeah, yeah agreed. This uh, white card is to be shown when people show good behaviour and sportsmanship. What? Yeah, that's yeah. what I said. That is a load of bollocks in it. But the, re- the reason it that's first got said. showed, the reason it first got showed is because somebody on one of the uh, benches of the team had like a heart attack or a medical issue. And then people from the other team went to his aid. And then they so got showed went a white card. Yeah. To all of them but, like that. Like some guy was nearly potentially like having a heart attack and someone went to his aid and they got a good sportsmanship and behaviour card. But like surely that's just being a person. Like if you're like a doctor <laughs> or a physio, isn't that like your job? No matter what happens, you're just gonna go and try and save someone. Yeah. Yeah, imagine being like, well, he plays the other team, so we'll just let yeah. him suffer. No, not helping people, him. People are mind blowing, aren't they? Yeah. Crazy. Other ways to other ways to improve football. If uh, you speak to the ref and you're not the captain, you get a yellow card. Yeah, I agree with that. Also, if your uh, net annual income is less than fifty thousand, you don't deserve a ticket to Newcastle United. Yeah. Price out the working class, that's what I say. Yeah, um, yeah. I also don't understand how people can afford to go and watch home and away football because it's so expensive. Yeah, I don't get that. That's Scrooge McDuck here. I don't get it. Like, you see, 650 people went to Southampton yesterday to the game. Three thousand two hundred. I bet you could have got a ticket to there, mate. What? But no. Three thousand two hundred no. of them went. Yeah, they said six hundred and fifty on the build-up. No, Alan Shearer tweeted, uh, "Well done to the three thousand two hundred that went to Southampton last night." That's mental. <laughs> like, what do you, you do? For... Won't, you literally won't get back home until seven o'clock in the morning. Until no. fifty-one minutes to go. No, but seriously, what? Like, how? What do people do for a living to be able to do that? Because <clears throat> it's not just money. That it's not just money. It's like. How can you, yeah, how can you 
Because how can you spend all day getting down and all day getting back? Yeah, obvious one is take annual leave, but you know, there's an away game every other week. I suppose yeah, it's sometimes on weekends, which is fine, but fair play. You can't. Oh no, I'm, it is impressive. It is very impressive. But but you got to think that people do that when the team are crap too. But we have Everton fans doing it now, holding away. It's like a religion, isn't it? You can't physically not go. Mate, one thing that I think is even more mad is like lower, like lo- proper low league stuff. Like Wrexham came to Gateshead last night and brought a few hundred fans. <laughs> it's mental. Yeah, nuts. Like imagine well, on a Tuesday night coming from Wrexham to Gateshead to watch a game. Uh, no, you are. And that's right. the conference. Wrexham fans are jumping on the bandwagon. The Western Newcastle fans. Oh, yeah. you've got so. What's the ticket for Gateshead? About fifteen quid. Fifteen twenty quid. Yeah, twenty. Right. Actually, petrol maybe twenty. Wrexham, 20 petrol from Wrexham to Newcastle. Another... Twenty quid each between four of you. Yeah, what there and back. Eight yeah. quid there and back. Yeah, I'd say. I'd say it's a full tank of petrol. There and back. So you're looking like a, and then beers and stuff. You're looking like an eighty quid, ninety quid just for a, a Wednesday night to go, well Tuesday night to go watch. Wrexham all in. Part of history, show. mate. Though. I was there, sort of thing. Yeah. What when Ryan Reynolds took over the club? Yeah. It's like me this year and Salford in the Challenge Cup. Do you think Wrexham um, would ever like get? get that big though it's like Salford City I think they'll do a Salford City they'll get to a certain point and then just plateau into yeah unless they keep doing uh, an Amazon Prime series where I actually think that's the next week that's where you're going promoting your club because Jed is now an Arsenal fan after all or nothing so loves Mikel Arteta loves him him. Look, I just, I just, I just feel nice like bloke. he's got a different outlook on the game to to every <laughs> other manager. Loves it, loves the German maestro so much. <laughs> I suppose, I just think I suppose Odegaard's the best Norwegian in the um, best Norwegian <laughs> in the Prem. He is, he is a good player, like behind Erling. Um, oh shit, he's Norwegian, yeah. Yeah, I know that was the joke. Um... <laughs> Cheers, Pat. Uh, all right, boys. <laughs> Looking forward to seizing the day now. Uh, I'm, re- I'm really happy. Was... Season two, episode two, has started with a roast of Patrick Regglesworth, I think. Yeah, didn't we have a roast of Pat like quite early on in season one as well? Yeah. 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 Sorry, right, Brad. I'm, I'm going to be honest. You're I'm, just one stupid comment away. I <laughs> know. <laughs> This has You'll been thoroughly enjoyable. It's all right. I know what goes around comes around. I might get it again next week, but I'll get it in the future. Yeah. I like also, the positive attitude. Also, um, the NRL Supercoach app has already annoyed me. Yeah, thought it would. I tried uh, to do a practice draft. and They tried to kick me out of the league. It was horrible. I love it. Love it. All right, um, boys. Love you and leave you. Do you have anything to say? Uh, yeah. Just finishing on 
the best supercoach team name in the league already. Uh, Sydney Seagulls. <laughs> Enjoyed that. All right. Speak soon, boys. See you in a bit. Talkheads and tails at gmail.com at T-H-N-T-Bod. Bye.